All right, I think we're live. I think we're live. Testing, testing. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Drama Free Gaming. It is what it says, and it says what it is. You know, I have to always start the show with the catchphrase there. And uh, welcome to this uh, side of 2021. I know we're already almost done with January here in 2021, but uh, welcoming you to the other side. Hopefully, you've left all the uh, the aches and pains and woes of 2020 behind you but we didn't even do no intro music today because we got so much to talk about so let me get some things out of the way first before i introduce my brothers from different mothers and different fathers by the way um (laughs) um, if you're listening to us on drama free gaming here on youtube hit that subscribe button Leave a comment. I'm going to be asking you throughout the podcast, and I got to do a better job at this, uh, of just putting some questions out there for you guys so you guys can be encouraged to leave comments. We want your feedback as to what we're currently speaking about, and maybe even it might lead into future topics. So you never know. It really helps us a lot if you just leave a comment. Um, Try to be positive if it's something that we can uh, improve on. Uh, let us know as well. And so that's drama free gaming here on youtube.com. And also you can find us at anchor.fm and we are already on iTunes and on other podcast providers. So go check us out there as well, wherever there may be for you. But without further ado, let me introduce the one. The only Dark Dad, which we have to change his name because he shows Dark Knight 1979, <sighs> but we're going to work on that. It's Dark Dad. What's going you know, on, Jay? Know, hold on. So how do I get the most busted intro? <laughs> man, you lucky you getting an intro, right? We've been telling you to fix that oh, name like man. since last year this time. So come on, get on it. Yo, it's, a dis- be- <laughs> it's a Discord thing, people. He's Dark Dad 99 everywhere but then he just wants to be different and difficult on discord and come out with dark night i don't i don't understand that yeah. hey look look I'm, I'm a i'm an individual i can do what i want oh boy this is okay. america whatever <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dark night maybe i want to keep my identity hidden maybe looking for me oh okay maybe, well maybe I need to hide. brother if they was looking for you i would have known already and turned you in <laughs> so don't even go there wow you gonna turn me I'd be like, yeah, I got his address. Do me like Go get him. Anyway, let's oh, move on from Jay because he's he's just gonna. <laughs> we'll give him a chance to to defend himself a little bit later on. But Henyo's back with us and he's chomping at the bit. What's going on, Henyo? Talk to us. Man. Hey everybody, what's up? How you doing? Glad Henyo, to be on. Henyo's ecstatic, man. He's just wait, like wait, wait, wait. he's been wait, wanting wait, wait, this wait, for like wait. three weeks already. Henyo, what is that? What is that? What is that like? Hummus, like happy in your aura all of a sudden i'm just tired of working and i look forward to talking about something other than work <laughs> socialization he, he wants to get, get some human contact bro any way he can get it even if it's digital oh man i can imagine him like coming out of coming out of like a fallout shelter and like seeing life for the first time and the first person he sees he's like hi yeah yeah <laughs> that's how it feels right i mean you know a lot of people probably had that mindset that you know as soon as 2020 
we dismissed it and ushered in 2021 that everything was going to be all right. And no, it's not. So, I mean, hopefully, prayfully, we're just trying to be optimistic, but it won't be uh, as troublesome as 2020. We already got Sleek. Sleek in the chat. Sleek says Dark Dad for life. Yeah, it's Dark yes, Dad, bro. I love you. Uh, yes, sir. Oh, uh, Henio, you never yes. got to speak your piece, man. Speak your piece. Speak my piece? About what? I'm happy. I'm I'm gaming. I'm working. I'm, I don't have COVID. I'm, I'm happy. He's good. He's alive. <laughs> 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 I'm going on with games, living life to the fullest. Live, there you go. laugh, love. Oh, man, the love, the love. Okay. Jay, Jay trying to stress somebody, y'all. Nah, no, man, I don't need no stress in my I'm good, I'm happy, I eat well, I ain't got the problem. Cool, cool. So so let, let me ask the question. How many of you have already filled out your income tax and gone out and bought some sort of high-tech electronics or something? Not I mean, I got my I got my taxes done, but I haven't bought nothing high tech. Oh, we gonna talk a little bit about uh, Jay chomping at the bit here for uh, for some. He's gonna he's gonna finally do it. He's gonna do it. So, but we'll talk about it later in the show. What what you guys been up to, man? I mean, gaming wise, just uh, what have we been well, playing before we well, jump first, to these topics? Well, first, well, first off, Henio, That's you fine. need to. You need to stop tripping. You need to strap up your boots and come hunt with the big boys. (laughs) What are you referring to there, Dark Dad? (laughs) Oh wow! I'm I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and and I'm I'm playing a a Monster Hunter game or or the RPG game, I guess. Monster Hunter World, right? So your first taste of Monster Hunter World? Uh, yeah, franchise. I loaded it up. I installed it. I'm lucky I got that far. And <laughs> okay, okay. What 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 made you want to check it out? And and if you're watching this live, guys, um, you know, forgive the uh, lackluster Monster Hunter Rise demo gameplay. Um, but uh, it's all I had. I was looking through my gameplay videos and I couldn't find anything fresh. And this was the freshest thing I'd come up with. So I got to get to it. But um, what 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 caused you to load it up? Curiosity, boredom. Yeah, I mean, more curiosity than anything. I want to see what you guys are experiencing. Um, am I missing out on something here? Mm. Um, you know, I, not that I don't have yes. my own games to play, but you know, again, stepping out of my comfort zone and, and playing something that I haven't played. So definitely, um, you know, taking you a step, step out of you. Yeah. And one day, maybe you guys could could step into the realm Didn't of you step out of and <laughs> oh yeah, on next, uh, PlayStation Four hold and on, play baseball. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I got a PlayStation, so we we definitely and and we're gonna be playing baseball. So uh, is is MLB the show gonna be released this year on Xbox? Is that this year? Uh, yeah, that okay. is the roadmap. Um, I I kind of heard some or saw or read some news that there might be a slight delay but they're, mm. they're they might be experiencing issues but um i have faith in the studio so mm-hmm. we'll see how it plays out are there still time left for them to 
to work out the kinks and they'll definitely work out i just want to give a quick shout out to my next door neighbor cool he lent me a yeti blue mic here so nice. i don't know how my audio coming across oh, but wow this oh. is the neighbor I- i'm gonna refer to him by the name of merlin okay. so i'm giving him a shout out for lending me a mic for one night um just to, to try out i'm searching for a good mic and he lent me his yeti blue cool. uh, microphone i feel like I feel like Howard Stern here. Cool, cool. And, so uh, you're so that Yeti, that Yeti Blue, people. yeah, shout that's the same mic that I use. It's the same one yeah. I'm using. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel powerful, man. No, you sound sexy, man. Oh, I feel oh. sexy. Oh. oh wait, wait, wait. Are you trying to Can take my thunder, right? Henio? Sexy. Wait, Henio, are you trying to take my thunder? <laughs> <laughs> trying to put my voice thunder out here. Nah, you know, man. I can't. You know, I can't. I can't. I am the first thing from deep chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> when I am white vanilla. When you when oh, you get when you get your uh your the toy that we're gonna talk about, we're not gonna get into specifics, but uh you're gonna have to add to that shopping list a Yeti mic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm already yeah, see yeah. what well, so y'all want me to y'all want me to serenade everybody out here then, don't you? For real. Well, you know, we just, we just, just go ahead. you know, we're here sounding smooth and suave and sexy, and, and we just don't want you on that uh prepackaged um you know mic that comes with your phone. So <laughs> Oh wow, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean I'm just guessing. I don't know. <laughs> okay. You know what? I could have said the I could have said the packaged Xbox mic, you know, like the OG X mic. <laughs> but <laughs> Okay, so okay, so getting on to events, this brother mentioned it, and I'm gonna let him lead it off because he, I know you want to talk about it first, so let's talk about it. PES 2021. It's been, it's been about what two weeks now since uh, CES uh, did its live stream, uh, and throughout that weekend, so it was a couple of days. It was a uh, completely digital event. I don't know if you guys either caught it live or went back and saw videos. That's mostly what I did. I went back and 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 chose the videos um that I wanted to see, but uh let's talk about it. Um Jay brought a list, so I'm going to throw it over to Jay. Jay, what caught your eye CES 2021? And Jay died. We got Jay died. <laughs> I was, I mean, I, I didn't follow everything that was happening in CES, but I, you know, I kept a pulse of things of what was going on and, you know, a little bit of, of, of everything, um, you know, the, the new TVs coming out and I'm just in the market this year for a TV. Oh, so okay. that's a little Sweet. bit of good news for me. Good timing for me. Sweet. Um, you know, micro, was it micro LED? Yeah. The, debut this yeah. Year? Micro, micro LED. You got, uh, you know, the nano, the nanotech, you know, QNED and QLED and all these other acronyms, uh, basically for the same uh, debuting technology. What, what what are you looking at? Like, what are you running on now? And what are you looking to uh, maybe upgrade to? Oh, yeah, I definitely do for an upgrade. You know, the problem is I, I keep my tele my tv I'm, I'm on a 1080p tv samsung okay um so i've had it for several years now I, I don't recall what year i bought it in uh but it's definitely at least five years old mm. i want to say at least okay or maybe you know yeah somewhere around there maybe you know definitely 1080p i just you know made its mark 
and I kind of jumped in. So I, I, I don't buy technology as, as you know, as, as often as you guys think I do. Uh, so uh, I'm definitely in the market. I already let my wife know, you know, I'm getting a TV this year. Um, and, you know, just I, I just want to be at the minimum 4K. You know, I'm going to skip 2K and just jump into the 4K. Right, um, right. 8K, I don't think there's enough content out there, which by the time 8K, you know, 8K content does arrive, I'll probably be right in line again for, you know, for new hardware upgrades. So mm. that's my line of thinking when it comes to, you know, purchasing technology is just, you know, don't, I don't have to be right there at the cutting edge, um, but, you know, just arrive enough to, for a good quality at a decent price and, you know, jump in. And I think if anything, you know, that micro LED kind of caught my eye. There are some <clears throat> drawbacks to it. It's not all what what is being you know told and and sold, but mm-hmm. you know it, it does have it does have its merits. So uh, definitely looking forward to that um, this year. All right, all right. Well, and, and before I comment, Jay, I see your little uh, icon lighting up, but we get no audio, so you might want to oh. jump off. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, he switched his oh, Xbox okay. Uh, headset. Okay, I, I just yeah, that it gave up on you the Xbox headset. <laughs> why? Why? Are, oh my God! These well, you, uh, we just couldn't hear you. We I passed it to you, and then it was like I don't know, like you passed yeah, out or something. Well, no, my uh, my uh, I had a technical problem. I was fixing. Oh, okay. That was, that was on. But you, you know, we'll we'll get into the technical problems later. Sorry okay, about that. you you didn't Ladies have to shoot anything, right? No. Okay. 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 <laughs> well, did you did you at least get the gist or or did you hear? I mean, Henyo is is in the market this year for a uh, TV and um and yeah, definitely I heard, I heard. yeah definitely you CES. Uh, if there's something that I do watch CES for is for the televisions, and Henyo, I'm I'm always surprised to to hear, <clears throat> but I guess you know you're you're that like that living witness that there's still people that have not yet upgraded to 4k. They're still running on their 1080 TVs and they're just fine. And, uh, and maybe this year is the year. Uh, definitely. I have my take on that, but I want Jay, uh, before Jay goes into his topic, Jay, anything catch your eye TV wise? Um, Okay, let me be straight with y'all. I didn't cover anything TV wise on CES. I'm just being real about it. Okay, okay. Um, well, you you run in 4K and and yeah. yeah. See, so like the only thing that would be left for me to do is just move up to a year in TV. So I mean, like mm. TV technology is not something I'm like. How long do you keep into- your TVs before you upgrade, Jay? I'm just curious. Two to three years. Two to three years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Henyo, you more than that? Oh, absolutely. I I take my time. Okay. Especially with TVs, they're so pricey that that's something that oh, is not dude. often. You could get some good TVs on sale at Wally World. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, right we're, we're going to talk about that, but I want to kind of get a barometer because I think for the most part, most people hold on to to TVs. Like if they get a TV they really like, I still have an LG Plasma. It's a 1080 in my living room and um and you know my wife is like oh let's hang it on the wall i'm not i'm not hanging that on the wall <laughs> that's an old tv and she's like but it looks great and i'm like no i'm not hanging on the wall um because it was one of the first you know lcd led panels that came out 
uh, Plasma 1080 before they made the jump to uh, to 4K. Um, and the oh, TV looks great, but yeah, it ain't going up on the wall. That brother said, put it on the wall. Sacrilege. You can't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. What am I going to do with this one that I have if I take it down this yeah. year? I mean, where yeah. am I going to put this? I doubt it. I could find somebody to buy it uh, at a price point that I would want to sell it at. And honestly, I, I don't have a place to put it. Yeah, man. Yeah. man I, I know, feel terrible that my 1080 LG TV in the living room looks great, runs great. And yeah, if I upgrade, where am I going to put that TV? Like, I don't even want to, like, put it on the curb or anything. And, mm-hmm. you know, who's going to buy it? <laughs> well, you know. Normally, I'll say this. And usually what I do, since I upgrade a lot more often, maybe you guys should just pay it forward. Give mm-hmm. it to somebody who would need a newer TV or can't afford one. Here, here's yeah. a TV for you. Yeah, kind of don't. Jay, let me ask you this. Let don't me ask you this. What's your address so I can send it to you? <laughs> <laughs> I can't guarantee you that I'll receive that package, sir. <laughs> Tell me in the chat, guys, if you're listening to us live now. I know Sleek is here, and, and Sleek put guilty. He's guilty. Um, oh, how long yeah. do you hold on to your TV, your television sets, before you upgrade? Um, you know, is it two, three years, like Jay said, or on the bleeding edge, every year it's an upgrade? Or are you still running, you know, 1080? And I'll be curious to know, um, and, to, and I do read comments, so... Let us know. Let us know. Um, I'm guilty right along with uh, with Sleek that um, I got a 2000. I have bought a 2000. Actually, it was a 2017. And then and I'm just going to blame my wife. My wife, she uh, <laughs> kind of wanted that TV in the room upstairs. I'm not the one to have a uh, TV in the bedroom, but it's the first time, I guess. And. So she took my curved LG and I just so happened that year at the end of 2019 to come across the TV I got now, uh, the C9 and wound up getting it for a great price. And let me tell you, I don't regret it. It is a great TV for gaming uh, and just for viewing. So Sleek says he keeps TVs for years. He's running 1080. So yeah, there you are. You're in good company. Hey, you yeah, you got company that was so much. Y'all I'm on a 55 old. inch. I, I plan to go to 65. Okay. okay. Oh, 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 you coming to my realm, huh? The, you yeah. want to come over there with the big boys play now? I'm, yeah, sta- yeah. I'm staying at 55 while I'm in this room, <laughs> in this house. <laughs> I, I can't I can't go 65. Like, no. I, I think I got, Dude. I got at least five inches on each side of the wall that I could do that. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Yeah, because I got like uh, you know I got stuff uh, like uh, bookshelves and stuff like that surrounding the TV. So okay, well, in time you seen my sixty five, so need I say more? Yeah, I mean yours is on a table and everything, and I mean even though the distance from your TV to your couch is, I mean you're <laughs> you're close on that TV, but I'm <laughs> I'm on a fifty five, and and I literally sit in front of my TV. Uh, to do my gaming, I, I'll back up a little bit, but um, I'm like right on top of it. And so for me to get a 65 in my current setup, that's not it's not doable. But yeah, M- micro I'm LED. Feet away. Yeah, I'm more than 12 feet away. My couch oh. is way back, so 55 yeah. inch looks pretty small. I 
I hear you. I hear you. yeah. Well, especially if you bump up to a sixty-five and 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 beyond, there's no going back. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's so what I'm, I'm kind of scared of. I don't want to go past fifty-five and then, you know. See, I'm thinking seventy-five. I wanna I wanna go <laughs> big at that point. Seventy-five is my limit. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. Come on, man. That's seventy-five is the limit. Dude. Okay. Let, let me let me say something here. A little note uh, in in CES. 2000 and I'm going to say 2010. Mm-hmm. Do you know what technology they were coming out with back then? What it's, they were saying? Oh, was that's cool. In 2010? That's about 11 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 10 years to the anniversary, but right. they, was, they were predicting um, see-through displays. Yes. <laughs> so but you they, could, it looked like, uh, what's that uh, Tom Cruise movie? Uh the one that he was waving things around with his hands and he was still like kind of minority report. Yeah. Minority report. That was the technology that they were, they were showing off a a display panel that you could see through it, but yet you could see, you know, right. You know, the the actual uh, icons and stuff on the display itself. That's the technology that, that they were saying, Oh, look, look at this for CES. Right. And also 152 inch TV made its debut. Mm-hmm. Flat screen TV. Guess how much that thing cost? At least fifteen. Nah, more than that. Fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen for one hundred fifteen thousand dollars. What? I told you fifteen. Fifty-two inch. Oh, who's putting that out? I told you. I told you. Fifteen thousand. That was playing 1080p back then. <laughs> mm. Wow. But that was what was coming out back then. That was like the hottest trend. That's what people, you know, like. Oh wow, this is that. People were still using flip phones back then. Yep. Yep, yep, oh, yep. I remember. Oh, I remember before we even got the smartphones, we had mm-hmm. those. Oh, man, that's hey, look for those out there listening. That goes to show how old we are. We can go back and remember <laughs> the dawn of time. Brother, I kind of, I kind of wish there was still flip phones, man, because I would take <laughs> a flip phone over the current phone I have right now, just because. I mean, you know, all I want is to make a call i don't want to be like if you can't catch me on the phone i don't want you to be able to catch me on an email text whatever <laughs> other app facetime none of that man now it's like you can't hide from nobody so, yeah he's called not yeah. answering that's all <laughs> yeah no i know but you know it's like i i i anyways whatever though i don't want to go off topic but but yeah oh, you're yeah. right um you're right henio when you talked about those those see-through screens lg brought out um and displayed their see-through oled and you know i'm thinking to myself what use would this have but then they showed how it could be placed um as a window on a subway train and so you know you could be catching the news as you're looking out the window you know the scenery uh, outside in real time and at the same time, you know, watching a program or whatever, maybe on the ride to work or on the ride back home or wherever you're going. Um, and even the displays like on vehicles, uh, the front windshield showing uh, the GPS and the tracking systems. Uh, so if something was to jump out into traffic, kind of alert you. Uh, and, and just like the landmarks as you're driving, it shows you like what building is what and what streets coming up. And it's all there in front of you. That technology should be here already. Yeah, yeah, that, most that definitely. Standard on, you know, most just like definitely. you see the temperature on your display. Yeah, yeah, right. Most definitely. But you remember some of that stuff, like you mentioned. We mentioned Minority Report. Mentioned, remember uh, Total Recall having stuff like that as well. Oh man, don't even go there. 
And and I'm talking about Total Rico with Arnold from- Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I mean, but the but the thing is, you know, we all thought, especially when we were younger, the future was going to be like that, right? And here we are. I mean, here we oh, are. Man. As far as did did you guys see the? Uh, and then I'm going to turn it over to you. Um, uh, okay, Jay. So you can talk about what what it was that you looked up and and you actually uh, enjoyed doing. But um, the there was a scroll, uh, an actual scroll. That was an actually like a I, you can't even call it a tablet anymore because it was a scroll. It rolled out um, and the dude was just like tapping on it like a tablet and doing a FaceTime call and whatever. And then rolled it right back up and put it in his bag. And it was like, what? wow. Yeah. You didn't see that. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, they, they ended the, the what you call it? The, the keynote with that. Yeah, it was. It was like, wow, this is, I mean, the tech, a lot of it is, you know, prototypes and and whatnot. And it might not come out mainstream for some time. Some of it we might never see, but I'm sure that this tech, they'll find somewhere uh, to use it at some time. Um, that that was impressive. There was a uh, a phone as well. I forget who put it out that that the screen extended. You can collapse it and ex- and it extend it as well. Um, yeah, some 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 crazy things. But but Jay, what caught your eye as far as uh, CES twenty twenty one? Well, as we are drama free gaming, and we definitely love our gaming. CES did have some gaming things out there, and revolving around Arcade One Up. I'm sure you guys know and heard of Arcade One Up, right? Yeah. Yeah, talk to us about Arcade One Up in case the audience is not familiar. Basically, basically, in a nutshell, Arcade One Up machines are downscaled arcade machines you can put in your home at a fairly decent, a fairly decent price. Um, Many different titles you gotta go out there look for them. Some of them are discontinued, so you definitely have to jump on them when they released. I have one personally. I have X Men vs Street Fighter. I have that combination, but Arcade One Up announced some new machines that even us old heads will play in the arcade. We might want to drop a little money on just for just just for good sake. Yeah, they're they're so, mini arcade cabinets, right? Yeah, yeah. Some of them have Wi-Fi technology, which is pretty dope. So we could all buy one, meet at a certain time, and game together via arcade. Mm. But uh, one of the first machines that they announced was the four-player X-Men with the Captain America game and Avengers and Galactic Storm. And that is Wi-Fi. So you guys remember six-player X-Men back in the arcade back in the day? Yeah. Well, there you go. Now it's coming to your home. Wow. So you're saying you can connect to the internet and find other people with the cabinet and play? Yeah, I can do that right now with my cabinet. You just put in the code, it pops up, and you find, you get a room, and then once you're in your room, you meet up there, and there you go. And it's so, seamless, too. So how's, yeah, talk to me about your experience about that. I'm I'm curious about, first of all, the appeal of having a cabinet. Like, will you recommend this to anyone, or is it like you have to have a dedicated space? Like, what are we talking about here? 
Um, well, that depends on the individual and how you want it. I mean, I only want like two, maybe two more machines, but it, I mean, I guess it's for me because I'm a real big retro head. There's something about walking into your house and seeing a classic gaming machine that you grew up with playing back in the day. Like, I've been thinking about purchasing a Miss Pac-Man one. Mm. And who wouldn't want to walk into their man cave, living room, kitchen, personal room, and just have a Miss Pac-Man machine sitting there? And just be like, you know what? For old time's sake. And just throw it down. And they got many. I got other machines to announce. And that's just, you know, the X-Men one is just for starters. Wow. This brother trying to make money off the kids. <laughs> yeah, right. But can you put a quarter slot in it and have the kids pay twenty five cents every time they want to play? Oh man, you you haven't figured that one out yet. Yeah, but, about um, the the quarter slot. Can you set it up so that it takes quarters, or is it just like a start button? No, it's you just hit the start button and it you oh, go. man, we gotta figure now out how you to can, rig it. Now you could drill a hole. In there and be like, but you got to put your cord in here before you hit that start button. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but yeah, I mean, I've seen some of the cabinets, uh, Best Buys. I've seen them at Walmart. Um, yeah. And, and sometimes they have them demoed out. Um, and it's cool for me, for my liking. They seem, I mean, they're smaller cabinets. They're not like full blown arcade, large cabinets. I no. like the art on them. Yeah. I'll say this too, if anybody thinking about it because of the height wise, I'm six four and I play these quite comfortably. And you're you standing know, you in front your, of them. Yeah. You do you have it little, propped? Um, I do have a stand. They do have standees. Oh, okay. So if you get so you can it actually lifts the machine an actual foot as well. Okay, okay. And you know, some of those you some of the machines that come out do have box art to match the machine itself and the artwork, so that makes it even more okay. intriguing to have. I cool. saw the Star Wars one. I, I was really impressed with the Star Wars one. Yeah, oh, yeah? they did uh they did uh besides that one, they did release a uh outrun outrun. Out they had an outrun machine. Nice. Yeah, but the one of the next machines that they're releasing, you guys remember Dragon Slayer? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. So they're doing Dragon's Lair, 1, 2, and Space Ace as their own machine next. Okay. Okay. And those are going to be all in one in one cabinet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's all in one cabinet. All in one cabinet. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's. I just want to make that clear that you're buying one cabinet, but it has multiple games. Oh, wait. Wait till I get to the legacy ones. And that's okay. when you guys will probably take... And then from from my fighting game heads, they got a cabinet with Killer Instinct One, Killer Instinct Two, and Battletoads, and the original Battletoads that was in the arcade that everybody loved. Okay, not the one on Nintendo that made you want to throw a controller. Well, they they just released one on on Xbox as well. Now we ain't talking about we ain't talking about that. We talking about the original arcade beatdown Battletoads. The the OG. Yes, sir. Okay. You see, I'm more of a of a TMNT guy. See, they have it. They have a TMT cabinet. Yeah, I know that. I know they have the TMNT and, of course, NBA Jam. That's that's another yeah. one that I, I would roll with. Now, see, this is the one you would roll with uh, in time, and that's the, this is without a shadow of a doubt. So you have the Pac-Man Legacy Collection. Mm-hmm. And the Pac-Man Legacy Collection, though, most of the Legacy Collections are going to come with 12 games. And this one is Pac-Man, Pac-Man Plus, Pac-Mania, 
Galaga, Galaxian, Dig Dug, Dig Dug 2, and Pac-Man, Super Pac-Man. Yeah, that's like, that's, that's like pulling out an old Atari. <laughs> but you're doing it on an arcade cabinet. Yeah, just doing it on a cabinet. T- tell me something about these screens. Are they like the old school screens or are they? No, uh, they're, all, they're all LCD, 17-inch LCD screens. So 17 you're getting, inch. Okay. So everything is built in. They legitimately look like a, 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 a classic 80s arcade cabinet. Wow. There is nothing fake about it. It looks legitimate. Like, this is what I, I mean, saw in the arcade. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So you could do so if you want those old cats like Henio, Henio might get kind of happy. Like, I want to get me a couple and build your own arcade in your own house for no reason. Mm. So nice. I'm looking at it right now online. Yeah, oh, Henio kind of like, oh, I'm looking at this right now. I'm looking at that Space Ace Arcade one. looks nice. I mean, the artwork on the side of the panel, everything's legit. I mean, Yeah, look at the X-Men. Uh, look at the yeah, X-Men. Yeah, it's right up there. It's, it's in the splash page when you arrive. Yeah, so, I mean, oh, for... So what site is it that the, what site is that you're on right there? Just so we can say it here on the podcast. You can go to... This is arcade1up.com. Arcade, the number one, up.com. Okay. It's all there. Cool. Yeah, that's and trust me, if you get a chance, if you're in a Walmart, Best Buy, you see one, just put your hands on it for five minutes. I mean, yeah, some of them go from around two ninety nine to four ninety nine, but that's definitely depending on how you get the machine. Because mm-hmm. some machines do come with extras, some do come with the matching riser artwork and a stool and maybe an extra game. You know, and then it's it's how you do like Star Wars, Star Wars is still available if you can find it. Golden Axe is not Star, the Star Wars one. You actually get to sit in on it. Yeah. Oh wow, really? Yeah, and you actually, and uh, believe it or not, and a lot of people have a problem, but I'm not going to tell you this, guys. It's simple and easy to build. It took me 45 minutes the very first time I did it, and it's easy. Okay, so I it. Yeah, so it doesn't it doesn't come. I mean, it doesn't come in like little itty bitty pieces, right? That you, and then you got to read some like foreign language directions or instructions. No, I should say. like it's no, it's you ever built a piece of IKEA furniture? Yeah, yeah. Every, I think we all Basically, have. <laughs> yeah. So if you've ever been a, built a piece of IKEA furniture, picture that simpler understandable and you go yeah i understand what you're doing here and you can finish it on your own at a certain point okay okay and and what's to your i mean i i know you probably have a bias now you've had it in your home for quite some time you play it you're an arcade guy as well um but you know overall on on a one through five if you had to just judge it on you know value uh construction quality you know is it going to be something durable something you're going to enjoy for a while like what would you rate it one through five i would i would give it i honestly i'd give them a five mm-hmm. only because the they, they set it up so you can legitly if parts break they're so easy to order the parts and fix yourself if you okay. have even a remote sense of hey i can go in tinker a little bit it's that simple you mm-hmm. just got to have the, the willing to want to do it. It's, they're easy to fix if you want to have, if you want to do it. They're easy to fix. The parts are cheap. Mm-hmm. And just having that nostalgia feeling, for me, it's nostalgia. For mm-hmm. somebody else out there, it might be different. But okay. I'm just speaking on my 
my interest. That's why I want a couple of more just to walk in and go, damn, I got an arcade in my house. Yeah. And I'm an old man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish we were, I wish we were in different times where we could actually, um, you know, walk into like some place and see these machines, you know, out that you can have access to them and experience them because I, I've had yeah. the opportunity. My Walmart now, I see them, they're boxed, but you know, because of the, the whole situation with COVID and whatnot, they don't have one on display for people to go touch and play and, and, and actually get that, you know, that hands-on experience uh, to demo it. So, uh, but definitely uh, something something to look into, especially if you're an enthusiast. Um, but I'm 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 kind of impressed that you can connect it to Wi-Fi and and actually look for other people to uh, to play with on some of these cabinets. Yeah. So, like for example, let's say me, you, and Henio is like everybody go find an NBA Jam machine. We could all do that and then all meet in a room and play together. Mm. That's pretty dope. So, yeah, it's that's why I got excited when I started playing on mine. I was like, wait, this is Wi-Fi. I went to a room and just found a random person. We started playing. I was like, yo, this is arcade all over again. That's pretty dope. I, I think this is a really good product if you kind of have, like, uh, you know, neighbors and stuff like that that like to hang out in your crib and stuff like that. You mm -hmm. kind of get to show it off um, for someone who's like alone all the time. This, this is almost... You know, yeah, Joust, Gauntlet, Paperboy, Defender, Rampage, Rootbeard Tapper, Bubbles. He Never died bomb. again. Uh -oh. <laughs> he died again. I, Technical issues. <laughs> I don't know how many more items he had listed on, on from CES, but I have quite a few too. Well, let's like to, come to, with it, Henio. Come with it. All right. So, so where do, where are you gonna start us off here? So you know we we mentioned we mentioned you know Micro LED making its debut this year. Mm -hmm. Um, you know they touched up on TLC okay. on panels also. You're still you know, you're you're back, Jay. Okay. Okay. I Sorry, I gave I, the baton to uh that's okay I gave the baton to Hanyo because he got a list of stuff Yo. from CS. So we'll come back to you, Jay. Do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, nah, don't worry about it. Do your thing, baby. <laughs> so you know TSL, T TCL TCL to, to to me you know is not a big name brand but you know apparently they've been pushing out solid products yes and this year's no different they're gonna they're gonna put out some more products um probably you know with, with better quality or, or yes you know, better components so you know look out for that if you're on the the I don't want to use the word cheap but <laughs> well can I. <laughs> Can I interject for a moment and can we chat about that for a little bit, Daniel, if you don't mind? Because yeah, T TCL, guys, if you're listening and now I'm, you know, I'm not a expert at anything, but I've been cheerleading TCL uh for over a year now. And actually when I picked up my second OLED, my I'm a big LG person, okay? So if you guys have listened, then whatever. I, I love my OLED LG, but when I saw TCL arrive on the scene along with Hisense, um, I in particular started to focus on TCL and was digging and had actually known about the, um, the micro LED. They're actually the first ones to introduce that technology. 
and to bring those uh that tech to the panels and i was saying uh over a year or more now i said tcl is going to be the brand to watch just like you remember when vizio first started and it was like a no-name brand um and now and now vizio is spoken of in the same breath as sony and samsung um and and they put out a great product but tcl guys especially with this micro led you see a lot of attention being put on samsung sony uh lg you know with with this micro led but tcl is the first to bring this out on their panels they actually had this already on their series 5 i believe um on the bigger uh tv screens and now with the series 6 they're bringing out they already bypassed 4k they're putting out 8k panels and we're talking about over 30 thousand nano cells these little mini micro leds that they're putting directly on the panels that they're going to be able to dim um zones and there's going to be more zones so they're going to get even richer colors darker blacks i'm excited because i know what an awesome picture looks like on my oled but I think that the next TV that I'm going to get is probably going to be a TCL. Um, and, and I'm talking about a few years down the road, not not now. I think Henio mentioned about, you know, I don't need an AK TV now. But TCL is really pushing the tech. I just recommended uh, TCL to my brother. And he picked up a Series 5. I told him, go with the Series 5. He got, I believe, a 55-inch 4K, um, you know, HDR capable. It's going to run and look beautiful with your next-gen consoles or your, you know, last-gen consoles. Um, you know, VRR, the variable refresh rate and whatnot. You're going to be okay. And he got it, I think, for less than 500 bucks. So and something to really look at. Yeah, that's a great price point. I mean, that's half of what you're gonna pay for anything yeah. near, you know, not even for two K, you're yeah. getting four K quality. Yeah. That is an amazing price point. And that's why I didn't want to use the word cheap. Mm-hmm. I, just, I wanted to use the word more No competitive. Competitive. They are they're putting everybody on notice. I'm I'm telling you that. And even the Series 6, Hanyo, look look it up. Since you're in the market for a TV, you can probably get a 65-inch uh, TCL uh, current gen 6 Series for under $1,000. I've, I've seen the prices already. <laughs> so look it up. Why he'll get quiet, though? Why he yeah, gets so he's quiet probably himself. looking it up now. More than likely. I first got to come up with the money. <laughs> no, oh, no, I hear you. But I'm saying if you're going to go that route and this is this is coming because there's some affordable LG products out there, OLED, you know, but they're not. If you're going to get the OLED experience, like the true OLED experience, you're going to pay 
you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay fifteen hundred and and above. Um, you know, easily. But these TCLs, bro. I'm telling you, the my, my brother and my brother was in your situation, uh, Henya, where he was playing on a TV. It didn't have any HDR, nothing. He was just, you know, and he got his this last last Saturday. And the first thing he texted me was, yo, this TV looks amazing. So all on the website, you could you could go to TCL.com and, and look at it. Yeah. And it's it's true that the hardware that's in there or the components that are yep. in there, the technology yep. that's in there. Yeah. That's the word technology. Mm hmm. Yeah. So if, if we could move on from this. I, sure. Just go for know, it. There's other things. You know, we, we also got um, HDMI cables uh, upgrades. In which you know, for the consoles, you, you're going to get a higher refresh rate mm -hmm. uh, from these new cables. So even HDMI cables are getting an upgrade uh, this year. You're going to start seeing the new crop of, of cables that will allow these consoles to jump out of you know 60 60 hertz, you know, and go into a, into a more refresh rate that your cable t your your TV panel is is capable of. Right. So that was some technology out there that you know didn't make a lot of news, but is coming this year. Um, LG is including Stadia and NVIDIA gaming mm -hmm. as part of their television. So just like you would, you know, have Roku on your, you know, as, as you know, as part of your TV, um, they're, they're planning to, you know, sign off with, with Stadia and, and, uh, and NVIDIA to, to provide a gaming experience straight from the TV itself. So you'll stream the game to your TV. Uh, so no console needed. So that's that's some news that made out there that I kind of caught wind of. Um, a lot of technology for work from home. So you saw a lot of items that you know you get to utilize at home. Uh, I don't I don't recall anything particular, but there was just you know like little doodads and stuff like that. You know, from home furnishings to like foot massagers to neck mm. massagers. You know, all sorts of stuff like that to make um, being home really really comfortable. Right. Uh, like you mentioned, the roll the rollable screens on on the the your, your mobile device, um, you know, kind of caught people's eyes. And and if you didn't see it, you know, it's at the end of the keynote. You can fast forward to that. Um, and video was pretty quiet in my book, and I think that might be because of their hardware backlog. Mm -hmm. So they don't really have. The hardware to you know to you know like there's not enough of the hardware out everyone's still kind of you know waiting it's almost like the playstation 5 and xbox situation you know people do have their systems but for those that don't you know what is there for you to do you know right so uh you know nvidia was pretty quiet in, in my book in those fronts and those were some of the just key points that i kind of captured from ces this year Cool, cool. What, what do you think about the uh and, and let me ask you because and, and I want to ask you specifically about the uh ACMI, the 2.1, I think is what you was referring to. Um the, the TVs for for this year and you do have like my C9 which is a 2019 uh LG OLED like I said here does have the 2.1 ports, so I kind of like lucked out with that but some of the uh bees for this for this year for 2021 they have either only one port uh 2.1 and and yeah and, and you have to be be an informed consumer right because 
they'll tell you on the box, yeah, 2.1, uh, varial refresh rate, you know, VRR, whatever. Um, they'll tell you it has all the bells and whistles, but then the real, real fine, fine, fine print, you know, you got to read because some of the features, um, just for example, if you plug into their 2.1 HDMI port, it might support 120 frames, let's say, you know, with the, with the current gen consoles, PS5 and, and the Xbox series. Um, but it might only run 120 frames at 1440, you know, 2k, not 4k. Um, so you have to like, you know, ask those questions and, and I wouldn't ask, and no offense, I would not ask the best buys person because they're just going to read what's on the box. <laughs> um, you know, or the geek squad, I would, I would look it up myself, you know, look it up. Um, you know, look on the websites. And if you're not satisfied, I would even call the company and be like, Hey, you know, I need to talk to someone who knows what they're talking about. And does this support this, this, and this, and make sure that, the specs are there and that it's not an either or situation. Um, and the reason why I'm bringing that up and you, and I'm taking a little bit of time is because I put out a video that's, uh, gotten a couple of thousand views. I, I didn't even really know that it was gonna, you know, I think you commented on it as well, but for some flickering and, and there's people that still are commenting on that video with other type of TVs that they have and even newer TVs than mine. And I'm, and the only thing I can tell them is, Hey, troubleshoot it. Make sure you're using the right cables 2.1 certified. Make sure that your TV has that, you know, 2.1 capability. Um, and those features are not just limited to if you're running it at, 4k you could only do 60 frames per second and not 120 you know um you got to look at all these little things and you know and and hopefully that that will help some people out here so yeah. it, it pains me when i go to these like you know best buy and, and other stores and people are just picking up tvs and they're just you know because of the size of it yeah like, oh it's a big tv it's gonna look good automatically you know they don't take time to like look at the refresh rates that you're gonna get re receiving the, the the quality of the cable that you're gonna you know use on this and you know it's just you know it's not because they don't care i think you know i think it's just not enough you know proper information is is you know is given out yeah you know out of, yeah you know they just see they, well, they marketing see a big box with 4k yeah and that they think they're just gonna get that instantly. They don't. They don't realize what the refresh rate. How how much a refresh rate enhances the the picture quality. Right. You know. They think. All right. You know. I'll just use the cable that came with my cable box and connect it to you know the TV and or you know whatever you know system that you know wherever they got the HDMI cable from. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You go to Dollar General and pick up the uh, HDMI cable. Costs you five bucks, and because all HDMI cables are the same, right? That's the mentality. That's the mindset. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, and then you get people that run into that and, and it's like, I learned something from the CES 2021 uh, show. And one of the points that was made was how in Hollywood, when they're making the movies and they're, you know, they're putting it on the format for you to watch home on your TV, on your panel, you know, Hollywood has a standard and, they're looking for 
you know, color accuracy and, 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 you know, for you to get the cinema experience. Um, but you got some TVs that will forfeit accuracy of actual colors and how the producers of these films meant for the film to look and to be viewed. They throw that out the window and they go, well, our TV is brighter. You know, our reds are are more red than the competition and our blue is more blue. Like we don't we don't see like our vision in real life is not 4K, <laughs> you know, um, and sometimes I'll look at these TVs and I'm like, wow, that's super duper sharp. Like it looks more like a painting than it does real life. And so when you stop to think about it, what do people go for? They go for, like what you said, it looks brighter, it's bigger, it costs less. That's the one I'm getting. And then when they go home, they realize, wait a minute, how come it doesn't look the same like it did in the display? Because there's even a mode <laughs> that the store puts the TV on to display like certain footage to catch your eye. But then you get home and it's not the same picture. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, you definitely have to be informed. It, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you start seeing tearing and pixelation yeah. and stuff like that, that you, you know, that's just, and it's just a matter of, you know, having the right cables and, you know, the proper configuration on your TV set, spending time with it and going through each, you know, setting and, you know, presets and you know, a little bit of customization. You know, when, when I sit down with my monitors, you know, I, I adjust the, you know, all that gamma and the brightness and the right. contrast. And then you got color sets that you kind of want to adjust, you know, to make it easier on the eyes. And mm -hmm. my wife always, you know, she'll say something like, oh, the, the you know, the monitor is really bright. Why does it need to be so bright? It's not intentionally. It's just, you know, because of the daylight of the the time of usage. So, right. you know, in the daytime, it looks great, but at night it's super bright. So it's like, you know, you got to change, you have you change your presets to, to night mode, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, it, every environment is different. So when you, you know, you see it in TV in, in, at, at, at Best Buy, it's going to look different than, than what you do when you bring it home for sure. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, like that so. diamond ring, the diamond ring or the ground beef, right? The effect of, of ground beef being really red in, in, in Target or, or, or Costco's or wherever. If you look above, there's like a light shining down on the meat. To, yeah. to bring out that pop, that red color. Same thing with diamond rings at the jeweler. Look, look above, you know, where you're standing. There's a spotlight on that ring to make that ring shine. And, then, you know, that's the fact that you're kind of experiencing when you go shopping for a TV. Yeah, that, that is that's so true. It has to look appealing uh, to the eyes and to the senses and whatnot. But right. but, you know, you have to be informed. You have to educate yourself so that you can go. Because we're we're dropping hard earned money, and I don't care if it's five hundred or five thousand dollars. It's it's money that you are uh, hopefully investing into a product that you're gonna hold on to for some time, and you want to get the best product that you can get for your money. So um, most definitely, uh, Jay. Let's go back to you. Anything else that you want to share, or or Henio? Is there anything that you still want to add? No, no, no. I went down my list real quick and just touched up on a couple of things. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, we, we appreciate you sharing. And, and guys, if you're listening again to this on audio, uh, you're catching this on a replay and it's the first time it is DFG podcast. 
uh, on anchor.fm. We are on iTunes and other platforms as well. We uh, appreciate if you would just come over also to uh, Drama Free Gaming on YouTube.com. Leave some comments for us. I do read the comments. I do respond. If there's any questions you might have um, as to anything that we spoke about, maybe something that we missed that we should have mentioned, leave it in the comments. We would love to talk about it. There's a lot that was uh, going on at CES 2021, a lot that we can talk about. I know we're not going to we're not going to catch not even a third of it, uh, but we're touching on things that that caught our attention and our eye. So, Jay, you didn't mention the uh, and I don't know if you saw it, the actual gaming table from Arcade One Up. Did you see that? Yeah, the ping pong table. I did. I No, not I the ping pong it. table. No, I didn't I mean, see no ping pong table. Pong. I mean, not ping pong pong. Pong. It was the digital, yeah. the digital table. No, no, no. This, this is an actual Pong table. From Arcade where, One Up. Yeah, they're doing, they do uh, coffee tables too. Okay, but I'm talking about the one they had at CES. They had one where uh, I believe they had digital like Monopoly, um, uh, Battleship, Risk, like all these That's board good. games. Did you see I that? I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Oh, okay. Well, that was announced. And that one also, you can connect via Wi-Fi to the internet. And of course, you know, if, if a relative has it or whatnot, um, you know, you can connect with them and play Monopoly on, yeah, on that, that digital yeah. table. It's, it's really cool. Really cool. I don't know what the price on that is going to be, but, but it's, uh, it was something that I saw and I said, okay, this is something that right up Jay's alley. So <laughs> nah, I'm, 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 I'll, I'll hold back on that, but uh, guys, get invest in arcade one up. It's it's a good investment. That's the that's about the best thing I can tell you. Yeah, if you yeah. got the space for it, I would go for it. If they would now, which game would you get then? Since you say you would go for it, no, I mean I already mentioned. I'm you know I liked in the arcades. I liked the uh, to play TMNT was probably the one that I played the most. Um, definitely the, uh, Street Fighter, like Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Um, these were games that, uh, I had a chance to play on the Super Nintendo and Henio remember those days when we used to get together in his house, in his room and play uh, Street Fighter Turbo. Um, I, I, I'm, that's me right there. Street Fighter Turbo, uh, TMNT, NBA Jam, those are the games that that I would look to get on one of these arcade one-up machines, but not not in my current setup. I could fit maybe one or two machines if I got rid of the futon in the back, which I don't use. I can put like three or four machines in there, but I just don't see myself doing that. Not here, not in this space. Well, it'll be good for it's just it's just something you just walk in and see it and be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what I'm trying to say is like this is not I don't think this is going to be my final pit stop. You know, I think I got one more move in me. And, uh, you know, when I do make that move and, and finally settle down in my last resting place, 
then, um, you know, I'm going to make sure that I get the room that has, you know, the acoustics and <laughs> get my setup and everything the way I want. And maybe that'll be something that I'll look at uh, again later on in the future. So, but, yes, but for now, I'll live vicariously through your experience. And speaking of which, get true. And, and speaking of which, I want to get to this point. So me and then Tom been talking. So, ladies and gentlemen, I am I bitched about it long enough. I'm finally looking to upgrade. Upgrade from what? Let's be specific now. I'm 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 up. Oh my god! I, I put you on the spot. You're like upgrade people. Are like upgrade what? Okay, <laughs> upgrade so his cable my, connection. I'm upgrading, I don't know, my, I'm upgrading my laptop. Okay, now what are you what are you currently on? How old is your laptop? Oh, this laptop's about five years old. Okay, <laughs> this thing is terrible. Oh, this that, the the technical problems. Laptop. It ain't the Wi-Fi. Um. So I think this is some kind of. Hold on. Let me see if I can still find the specs for this thing. So so uh, while you're looking for the specs, um, why a laptop and not a desktop? Why not go full blown tower? Because I don't I don't have the room for a full blown tower right now. Oh, that's right. You got like twelve RK one up machines. So. Oh, see, there we go. There we go. With that. <laughs> you know, I was gonna blow up your spot. So. I, 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 hey, it's all, it's all that's what you're supposed to do. It's all good. So, so laptop because of convenience and, and whatnot. Henya, what do you what made you choose a desktop or do you have both? I, I have both. I have a desktop. My, you know, I, I've always wanted a laptop to like, you know, move around with. Um, it just gives me the mobility I want. So, uh, but I've always been a desktop guy, and, and a laptop was just a, a mobility thing for me. Did you see anything um, or know of anything on the horizon here as far as laptops? There was a lot of announcements and a lot of laptops literally dropping starting in February. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I, I Now that you mentioned it, I didn't really catch anything for, for on the laptop uh, okay you might you mentioned nvidia you might want to like sneak on their site and, and go check that out there's there was some major announcements for oh, some gaming laptops oh, oh yeah they, they're definitely upgrading the chip on yeah on the laptops yeah that's for sure yeah it, that was just a matter of time to me though yeah it caught my eye they were even talking about um how some of these gaming laptops are going to be able to uh you're going to be able to just plug in an external gpu and run it that way you need to and you're and you're scouring the internet now I know this <laughs> no, that that to me is a little bit like uh, what, is that what, cheating that equivalent to me <laughs> yeah yeah talk, talk to me about that i want to know how you feel about you know because i feel a certain way about it too I don't I don't. To me, it's almost like on the bootleg level. <laughs> like if you're gonna if you're gonna hook up a, an external video card to a laptop just to game on your laptop, I mean, why not do a desktop, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, yeah, oh yeah, but I want gaming to go. You know, I brought my Xbox on a bus and played. So don't give me. A, <laughs> you know, don't tell me that you you need you need to hook up your laptop with a better video card. And besides, most most video games could be played on on a decent video card on a laptop. Mm -hmm. And I right. know this for a fact because I do it. You know, on on a, I'm not even on a two on a on a twenty a two thousand series on my on my uh, 
on my laptop and I'm able to play some of the cooler games like GTA and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's really gimmicky uh, to have an external video card on your laptop. Um, yeah, it gives you capabilities to to go beyond with what your existing hardware does. But um, I don't know. That's gimmicky to me. And uh, yeah, I would bypass that. And, and I'd rather carry a, a portable LCD uh, and, uh, and, uh, and an Xbox or a PlayStation. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there, especially like with the new Xbox Series S, how how little that is. Yeah. And just have it, you know, have it in a backpack or something with a little screen. That that would be kind of dope to play on the go. Yeah, that's my original idea to like get a uh, the the Xbox S, but then, you know, this whole COVID thing has just put a damper on yeah. things and you know, traveling is not as much as it used to be. I used to be on the road all the time coming and going from from work you know, to work. And that's like an hour and a half, you know, and that's, to me, it was an hour and a half on a bus. So that was like the perfect time to kill, you right. know, and I'm not big into mobile gaming. I, I, yeah, I'll play one or two games on my mobile device, but you know, in order to go to the next level, you have to take it to the next level. Yeah, try, baby. That's right. I went in on a portable, you know, LCD monitor and, you know, portable, a slim uh, Xbox and I was I was good to go. I was playing the division on a bus. On the bus, that's a gamer, people. Yeah, that's that's, that's you bring a bus. bring a tear to my eye. Put me that's to shame. Did you let it trickle down, man? It's just, it's just. I mean, you know, we find a way to game, but I'm with you, brother. As far as like, if you can, or if you're willing, or even thinking about putting an external graphics card connecting it to your laptop like first of all i don't want that card that belongs in a tower right out and about in in the wild you know put that down somewhere it gets misplaced someone snatches it up it falls you sit on it it breaks like no (laughs) that alone is is you know these these graphics cards some of them are are just as expensive as the actual laptop you're probably going to be using to play so yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even go there. Yeah, this brother it's really gimmicky and just you know send a push out there for people to you know. To so off the out. dome, Hanyo, just off off the top of your head, and 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 I know you didn't get a chance to check the the new stuff coming out. What would you recommend to Jay for and and Jay explain what you want to do with your laptop? Well. I'm basically going to do a bit of streaming and gaming and possibly editing. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so you, you know, you, you're looking at, at high memory utilization and, and uh, you, you definitely storage, right? So those are going to be your two main concerns, right? Because um, while you're streaming, it's recording and that takes up space. You want temporary fast space. So you're looking at, you know, at least a minimum of a one terabyte, um, hard drive in your computer. You're looking at 16 gigs or 32 gigs of memory in your in your in your laptop. And it's not so much that you have good, you know, a lot of memory. You know, you want to look at the speed of your memory. So you know, especially with streaming, um, you, you're looking at the the DDR 3200. Again, I know you don't know a lot about 
computers and stuff like that, or you know, you, you, you what's your what's your term? You, you I'm, I'm Charlie Browned out, man. Yeah, I'm Charlie, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so you know, right right now, thirty two hundred on a on a on a laptop, it's it's almost like the bandwidth speed, right? Uh, yeah. On a, on a right, so you want you want that bandwidth to be open wide. You don't want nothing to to clog up all that data that you're streaming that you're pushing right and memory plays a big part of it because it's a temporary storage right for for the application for the disk so you you want that guy to to be wide and you want that guy to be to have the resources um to provide you that that seamless uh thing so to to me my advice to you is look for a, a laptop with good uh ddr speeds right so we're talking 3200 or above and that's, that's and hey yo and that's ram correct that's what you're talking about memory speed yeah ddr ram yeah yeah ddr ram he's talking about yeah the ram okay i mean i found i found some great laptops but you know uh and tom was like you might want to wait till february for the new for the new ones to roll out so i'm i'm a I'm gonna hang back and see what they got coming out. Yeah, you, you might also want to pass that SKU number around or that model number around to the guys and and get a seal of approval. Yeah. Right. Oh no, it's it's it's, it's gonna be this it's gonna be discussed. But I found some and I was about to pull the trigger and the brother said, "Nope, you need to wait." I was like, "Okay, I'm a yeah." I'm a, I'm a, I kind of caution. Go ahead, go ahead, Anya. I, I bought my my daughter um, a Lenovo Legion laptop, right? And it's a it was a perfect laptop for her she's a gamer she's a gamer and she you know she although she only plays like fortnite counter-strike and gta um you know they're demanding at some you know they're demanding games right so um i i hooked her up with a nice laptop but the something happened and i guess the fan blew out of the gpu blow out so it's out for repair right now and it just doesn't feel like it's it's been in repair already for a month so Good it doesn't God. feel like I'm gonna get this laptop back, you know. To so I'm looking for either the equivalent or a replacement for it. And I bought this during the Christmas, you know, uh, what you call it, uh, the, right before Christmas, the Black, yeah. Friday, Black Friday deals and stuff like that. I, and this it was the perfect laptop. I got it at, for a thousand dollars. You cannot get this laptop for a thousand dollars. You cannot even find this laptop anymore. That's how wow. much of a rare gem it was. And it kind of hurts me now that, you know, I have to go looking for another laptop for her. And it's not going to be as good as the one that, you know, she that originally gave her. So I'm doing research right now and I cannot find, a, I mean, this this laptop had a 2000 series mm. uh, GPU, right? Right now, the standard is 1600, you know, type of, of, of video card, which by any standard is a great video card, you know on a laptop it, sh- it does the job but this one had a 2000 series and to just to put it on in perspective the 3000 series is being released this year right so you know it's it was at, a, at the price point that i picked it up for it was a gem and i can't find this gem again uh so short story i'm with jay i'm looking for a laptop for her i had, honestly i don't think that they're gonna come through to fix it um this is a manufacturer repairing it so the fact that they haven't gotten back to me, um, and I checked on them like a week ago or two, and they still haven't even begun the process. Mm. So it's really uh. disheartening. And now I have to go, you know, I feel bad for her because she, she does well in school. She does what she needs to do. And, you know, her reward is gaming. 
she has carte blanche on my desktop computer and my computers you know it's it's my everything but i give her access to it and i let her you know install her games and there on the weekends i don't even use my my desktop because i know how hard she works during the week and she don't have a laptop mm-hmm. so i let All her right. use my desktop see that's what papa's right there for see what i mean that's that's, that's daddy right there y'all that's how you handle it so, so jay i'm with you i'm looking for a laptop as well so you know we could if you if you bump into something that you feel hey man what's you know is is this good enough pass it by me we'll, we'll, we'll chat about yeah, it yeah i mean i uh, i was on amazon and i don't know anything and i was seeing a video i guess they're nvidia 280 supers and one was 1660s and i was like what the hell is all this this, <laughs> this is jibber jabber to me <laughs> It's really hard, you know, yeah. especially if you're really like trying to get that at a certain point, price point, right? The idea is that you're trying to keep your laptop around a thousand dollars. Okay. You can go below it. You can go above it. Right. But you know, if you go above it, are you really getting your money's worth? Right. You know, are you just overpaying for it? Um, And then if you get it underneath a thousand dollars, am I really getting good hardware? Am I getting a good monitor with, you know, with the laptop? You know, is it thin enough? Is it too thick? Is it, you know, does it have enough hard drive space? Is the memory good? Is the memory slow? Mm. You know, because there is such a thing as slow memory, you know, uh, the, you know, the bandwidth of a memory is, is everything to me. You know, that's a lesson that I learned, that, you know, just, you know, within the last two years, how important it is for you to have good memory. Mm. You know, yeah, you can have a decent GPU and a, and, and a, and a great processor, but if your memory is a choke point you will realize it quickly yeah nice now i mean i know that a lot of the 300 series are the better chips but what's was there any upside or downside to the 200 series i think they're calling them like 3000 series the 2000 series that's the sweet spot right now in laptop gaming Mm. um the standard is the 1600 series, the, you know, that's the GTX, right? You want to kind of get into the RTX 2000 series. That's where NVIDIA is at. And that's where, um, you know, it's, it's sort of the middle ground, the sweet spot for gaming on a laptop. It's, it's the GeForce RTX 2070. On my personal professional laptop, I'm running a GTX, which is, you know, last year's technology. But I'm able to run all these great games. Granted, I can't play Flight Simulator on it, but it runs G- um, GTA just fine. My daughter doesn't have a problem playing Fortnite on it. Um, there's not too many games that I've been able to load up and, and and have it get stuck. So, I mean, it definitely plays yesterday's games. Um, I wouldn't play Cyberpunk on it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and Jay, shared, Jay shared with me Cause I asked him the first thing I asked him was, "What's your budget?" And I think you said it was like fifteen hundred. And and I yeah. do have to continue to give uh, Sleek a shout out. He's still here. He's been listening all this time. He says he's been playing on his three DS. That's the perfect size screen for him. Um, and he also made the comment just now, and he said your first mistake is Lenovo. Oh, yeah, he, no. I mean, he and 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 Sleek knows what he's talking about because he's a techie guy. So, in in all honesty, I bought both <clears> of my daughters <throat> the same laptop because that's how good mm. of a deal it was. Yeah, the other one works fine. Yeah. So what company? So it it was a fifty fifty. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. So, so what company should I avoid in laptops? That's a, for me, that would be a good question. Um, they're, you know, they all, they all do a decent job. Um, I could tell you who you should go with <laughs> versus who right. right, because I think it's going to be like a personal, re- you know, preference on this, right? Yeah. Like yeah. With your three. own experience. Top three. My, my my top one would be Asus. I like Asus. Asus. I like um, Dell's. And uh, if I had to get a third, I don't know, I guess MSI. Uh, M- yeah, MSI. What do you think, Sleek? What would you recommend? Some people like Acer's. Yeah, I, mean, I, I have to agree with you on Aces as well. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What, what, don't, like, what about companies like Alienware and Dell? Yeah, uh, yeah, I like Dell, but Dell's, you know, they want a lot, and so does Alienware. They yeah, want they're more pricey. Load of money for their for their yeah. for their games. At that what point, you you're get? paying for the brand, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm sorry. I said for the games, for for their for their product. Yeah, for the they, brand. Dell, yep. Dell and Alienware are the most. Uh, you know, it's like they, you're paying for the name. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Dell yeah. does own like, Alienware. Yeah. As, uh, Sleek as, says. Uh, yeah. Sleek says Dell owns Alienware now. It's true. Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. So I think Asus, Asus is a good brand. Also, are you looking for a 15 inch or a 17 inch screen? That, 17. That determines a lot. Yeah, 17 should be your standard. Most people who travel with their laptops love a 15 inch. Uh, again, because it fits anywhere, you can stick it in a Manila folder and just literally carry it around. Mm-hmm. But I am a 17 inch guy. I like the, the you know that that nice big screen. Uh, yeah. Even if, even if it you know I, I, even if I had to upgrade to a backpack to carry it around. Mm. I'd get the backpack versus putting it underneath my arm. Cool. Cool, cool. And and that'll be able, that's going to suit him to do his streaming, to do his uh, gameplay. I know he's going to throw his emulators on there. He's going to want to do that. So he should be good to go once he finds something that he can, um, you know, Throw the skew at you again, and and, yeah. and we can give it the seal of approval. Yeah, this is this is going to be an interesting thing. I'm gonna be. Uh, I don't know exactly when the laptops are releasing date wise. I'm trying to keep an eye out on that. So, but I was told somewhere in February. But I'm gonna be looking for yeah. good deals. And I I did tell you one, didn't I? In time, and you were like, "Yeah, that's a lot of laptop for the price." Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, can't... and the thing is. This is my thinking since these laptops were just announced and they're going to be dropping starting in February. Um, and Henio mentioned uh, one of them, Asus. Uh, they're going to be dropping a lot of these laptops. It should drive down the current laptops because for what you want to do and, and accomplish, you don't have to go again with the bleeding edge tech. You can actually purchase one of these computers now, these laptops now, but get it for a cheaper price instead of paying, you know, through the nose because you didn't wait, you know, a month or more, you know, just, just to save yourself a couple of bucks. And, 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 you know, and then at that point you can invest, you still got to think about your capture card. You got to think about a mic, um, you know, and, and, and just, it's always, 
Always good to be a little bit more patient. But uh, what does Sleek say? He says, I love me some HP, but have built all my machines. Get two drives in it, one for OS and one for all your caca. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, she seems to be talking about desktop. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I I personally don't like. I've I had a bad experience with HP, and I I kind of strayed away from them. Whether it's a desktop or laptop, mm. um, a lot of bloatware. They love to bloatware your your machine. Yeah, I noticed that with like installing like uh, printers and drives. They always want to add something more that you're never gonna use. Right. Um, but uh, he says one strictly for OS a good ssd and i could definitely vouch for ssds because since i uh upgraded from my mechanical drive and just have ssds in my the desktop computer there's no way i'm going back like yeah. i love my ssd i i found a lot of uh 2020 laptops mm -hmm. with really strong and i was looking into ssd stuff and i was like wow i didn't know ssd like match with certain pieces make your yeah whether it be desktop or computer absolutely incredible yeah it's like what henio was saying you want to you want to make sure you're getting something for what you want to do um and that ram I, I learned that the hard way as well with my desktop um i was bottlenecking and the i had to upgrade my ram and then i went on to upgrade um eventually my cpu um, cause it was bottlenecking my, my, my GPU. So yeah, it's just, it's just, these things have to have to run and, and coincide so that you have a nice smooth experience and you're not, you know, hitting any walls, but, but we'll get you there. We'll get you there. Most definitely. Yep, 16 gigs. That's right. Yeah. 16 least, gigs or least. more. At least. At least. Well, yep. I'll, I'll probably, I'll go more only because it's. It's just better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Yeah, and you're going to hold on to it for a while. You know, it's not like you're going to buy one this year and then, you know, next year you're going to get another one. So. Oh, no, I, I got to make room for the TV fund. Yeah, yeah, because you're you're upgrading like every every 10 months. <laughs> I don't know. Where, what are you going to do with those huge TVs you got in your house already, bro? Uh. Well, I don't know. I'll probably take the 65 that's in my living room, put it in my room. And what are you going to do with the one in your room? Yeah, I'll give it, put it to the boys' room, and then I'll and probably... And the one that's there, what are you going to do with that one? I'll probably give that one away. Well, you know, talk to Hanyo afterwards, right? It's a 4K, 4K TV. You can send it his way. <laughs> and you're like, I'll take a free TV. What? You would have talked to my brother not too long ago. He would have jumped all over that. He would have drove up there and got it. <laughs> No, he's he's he's, in, he's crossed over to the promised land now. 4K TV. I told oh, him. I said, dude, you're you're gonna oh, really he, like it. Oh, he's discovered the true promised land, huh? Yeah. Well, he was playing on a huge, a huge the screen, but it had no HDR. It was not 4K. And when I first saw it, I I you know I didn't want to burst his bubble, but I was like, dude, that's just you know that's just a display. That's not. That's not a 4K TV. <laughs> and so he was okay with it for a moment, but then he said, oh, I got to upgrade. I think he had it for like two years and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, but he's, he's with his TCL series five and he's loving it, man. 
He is definitely loving it. So I think Series Six is about to drop, isn't it? Yeah, they announced it, and and yeah, but yeah, it's Series Five. You still you still good with a Series Five, man? I'm I'm serious. Again, TCO, I can't recommend it any more than I've been doing here. So, uh, Sleek says there is a really good site that you can benchmark everything. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw it out there, Sleek. Don't just talk about it. What you got? Yeah, either either DM uh, Dark yeah, Dad on Discord and, and let him know. Uh, I know I've been throwing a couple of sites at him as well, but uh, let me let me talk to you guys about I know we've been talking a lot of tech and CES in 2021 and a lot of stuff. And again, we miss a lot of things, guys, but this is just stuff that, that stood out uh, for us. And we just wanted to just chat and share. Um a lot of competition is is what I'm gonna say. A lot of comp competition in the tech world with you know GPUs, CPUs, uh, television manufacturers have realized um, that the gaming industry is viable, and they are putting the tech into their TVs so that the gamers out there. Um, whom a large majority, I'm assuming, have PC and understand that you need that monitor, you need that, you know, the correct display for your games to maximize the experience. They're realizing, hey, we need to step up our TV technology and offer even to the casual gamer with these current gen consoles um, the experience. Uh, so they see the value in it. And that's why uh, I think I made a comment on a couple of podcasts ago that our television sets are no longer just to view, you know, our, our Netflix movies. You know, our Netflix movies are not running at 60 frames per second. I think it's like 24 frames is when a movie is filmed at something yeah. like that. So. You know, when you hear us talking about frame rates and refresh rates and screen tearing and all this other stuff, you might be like, why should I care? Well, because even if you're a casual gamer and you're going to be playing on the new Series X or on the PlayStation 5, you're not going to get the full experience um, from these machines unless your TVs are capable and the television set again, it's like a computer monitor. Now, um, they, they are able to, to run these high refresh rates and you have to be somewhat educated or informed, I should say, as to, uh, what you're getting, um, and how you get the max out of your setup. So any of you guys want to add anything else, because I do want to touch upon, Star Wars here for a moment well, and throw it at you. Well, you you had uh you had me at the beginning with the Star Wars thing. So what you got? So you guys have no idea what I'm talking about when I mentioned to you before we even hit the live button about Star Wars. No. No idea. Uh, no. I'm gonna go out and say no. And he's gonna <laughs> say no. Okay. So so Lucas Films is back in the picture and they have been talking to game developers and I'm going to, before I jump into star Wars, uh, machine games, uh, who is 
part of Bethesda. Uh, and of course, the deal is almost finalized with Xbox. Xbox acquiring Bethesda and all of those, you know, developers under them, under that umbrella. Machine Games is one that develops, uh, I believe, Wolfenstein um, is, is one of those games that they put out. Uh, Lucasfilm has surfaced and has spoken to them, Machine Games and Bethesda, to put out an Indiana Jones game. Have you heard about that? Oh, get out of here. Are you serious? Man, you haven't heard this news. Dude, I've been off the news scene for a minute. You well, definitely you have. <laughs> so what you, what you got for me? I, so, I need to hear this. So, yes. Yeah, so Machine Games, again, they make Wolfenstein a first-person game. Um, and anyone who has played Wolfenstein and has enjoyed that, uh, again, Lucasfilm has come out. Lucasfilm, a.k.a. Disney, has come out and said, hey, we want you guys, you know, in partnership with you guys to put out an Indiana Jones game. And um, you, myself, and Henio, we're old gray heads. We know what Indiana Jones is about, right? All right, man, don't get me, don't you get me started. Y- y'all seen all the Indiana Jones movies, right? <laughs> I have. Okay. What, what do you think? What do you think about an Indiana Jones game coming out and what would you want it to be? I think, I, I think it would look like Indiana uh, Uncharted. You think I so? Think that's cool. like, yeah. I think oh, God. Like okay. Like, I don't think we're going to see something like Battlefront type, but I think we're going to see something more like uncharted type of gameplay uh so yeah i could i could definitely agree with henio on that one i definitely see a lot of platforming a lot of puzzle solving so you both guys are in agreement that it would it would or should be a third person instead of a first person absolutely yeah okay you're gonna you're gonna be involved in troubleshooting not troubleshooting uh figuring out puzzles and stuff like Mm. that so to that effect okay Okay, and it's, it's funny not, it's you guys mentioned Uncharted because Uncharted and Tomb Raider obviously got their inspiration from Indiana Jones. Well, of course. I mean, Indiana Jones, for you guys who have no idea what Indiana Jones is or who Indiana Jones is, go look it up, okay? Look, look up Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, look up those movies. That's where the inspiration was taken from. He's the OG. Um, how, how would that game be, though, to, to distinguish it from Uncharted and Tomb Raider? What, what, what would the character of Indiana Jones have to be in order for you? Well, first of all, let me ask, are you guys even remotely interested? I am just for the, the namesake. That's a nostalgia grab for me. How about you, Henya? I I don't think uh, there would be anything real new to the table as far as you know gameplay. I think I I just don't see them being innovative to to you know to create something that's like oh wow this is different. Um, I think they're just gonna you know use the name and they're gonna go with you know f- you know uh, uh, puzzle solving type of gameplay in which you know you're you're 
you're just roaming around, you know, the caverns or, you know, following a storyline to, to, you know, get you to the end of the story. Okay. I, I don't see them be, you know, bringing anything new to the table, to be honest. Okay. Okay. So, so, so you're basically saying it's going to be indie, the hat, the whip, the adventure, but not really anything, like you said, anything new. The problem, you know, the uh, problem solving or the puzzle solving definitely is a big part of Indiana Jones. Yeah. I, I could almost probably see like um, God of War type of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be sweet. You okay. Know, like, that first, like, I, I don't know if you recall the, the first God of War, mm-hmm. how you were solving stuff, you know, inside yeah. the game, like that. Okay. Well, you know, God of War started the whole mocap and the motion animated, all those crazy stuff we do now. God of War innovated that, so. Okay. But but you guys are talking about OG God of War, not the not the reboot, right? Yeah, the, the one that started it all. Okay. Yep. Okay. First, first one. Yeah. Yeah, fun that fact. I've play. I've beat all the God of Wars great. except the new one. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna look great. I think they're gonna, you know, I, I think they'll have a decent storyline, but I don't think they're gonna bring anything innovative that'll just be like, okay, this this has gaudy potential. Mm. Yeah, wow. I, I just don't see it. I don't. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just don't see them, you know, being at that level of innovation. Not okay. Indiana Jones title. Yeah. They're just gonna use the name. So, so Hanyo is is ho hum about it. Jay, you are aware with that nostalgia kicks in. Uh, it could be. It could be depending on how good it is. They could. They could nostalgia grab my money. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're on Xbox and you got Game Pass. It's gonna be on Game Pass. That that that's true, but once again, I, I am not a for I, I am not afraid, and I will always support the companies that put the games I want. Okay, and you know, and I I believe I I definitely believe in that. You know, I I believe in it also. I'm supporting them because I'm on Game Pass, <laughs> so that's hey, you know, and as long as I'm doing my Bing points, I ain't got to hey. Maybe yeah, maybe if the the game had a trailer, something to say, hey, this, we're this close to, to this game, you know. But yeah, it's definitely know. it's definitely to answer your question. The reveal, quote unquote, was just a kind of a, a, a of a panning of the camera over like some maps, and you see like the name of Machine Games, Bethesda. And, and I don't know if the theme song for Indiana Jones, you know, the da, 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 was playing or whatnot. But, you know, it is, I believe it's it's a game that's probably in pre-production right now. Maybe they've started working on it already before talks with Xbox um, and the acquisition and, and you know, that, that deal closing up hopefully now uh, in the next month or so. But um, but it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Um, I'm not like super excited about it either. Uh, I've played Uncharted. I've played Tomb Raider. I enjoy the games. If it's along that vein, I might enjoy it and uh, and keep it moving. But I don't think there's gonna be anything innovative. So uh, Sleek wrote in the chat. He says. 
prices are about to go up as well. It is a it is tough to get a lot of things during this time. That's true. That's something you have to take into consideration. Um, Jay talking about purchasing where even if the new stuff drops, um, people are going to run out and purchase and grab whatever they can grab. So that's something you have to think about as well. Like, you know, maybe it's not the wisest thing to, to wait, um, and maybe snatch up something that will do the trick, uh, earlier yeah. than later. So something to consider. Yeah. Well, I definitely sent you guys, uh, the info. You know, some personal about what I was one of the ones I was looking at. Yeah, you can look at that later at your own leisure. Definitely, definitely. Well, so then so let me a little bit of news to Star Wars there. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the the EA licensing. Yeah. Complete with 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 the Star Wars uh, line. Oh well, yeah. So um, we might see a lot more development uh, from other third party. Uh, and that's ex- to, and thank you for, thank you for the. Uh... <laughs> What is it? The, the, <laughs> the segue, right? That's, that's what I was looking for. The segue. So yeah. So you hit it on the head. So the, the EA agreement with, with Disney and star Wars and whatnot has come to a close. And so what you said, um, Jay star Wars, Lucasfilm and an open world star Wars game is going to be in development and guess who's going to be working on it so shock me please massive ubisoft the developers of the division see i feel a certain kind of way right now but you know (laughs) you you can't get a division right so i can't put hope in you in star wars right now Well, I mean, some people will argue with you that the Division 2 was actually really good. It wasn't perfect. It was really good. I can't argue I'm with not that. Saying it's really good. I, I'll, I'll say it this way. In my opinion, the Division 2 was good, but it wasn't that good to keep my attention the way the Division 1 did. Do you have concerns then that Massive now working on you know this this open world RPG. I mean, Star I Wars mean, license. How do you feel about look, that? Yeah, well, look, Star Wars has already been through the ringer. It's already got a lot of hatred, and you know everybody's a little sour on it right now. Well, why? Why so, is that? Why? Why, in uh, your opinion, are people sour about Star Wars? Because there was a lot of changes that happened to Star Wars that most of the quote-unquote fandom didn't like and it and of course just in gaming like everything else that caused a divide people saying this the mainstream fans feel like you know people over there spit on them i mean it's a because i think you're referring to the films right and and how the films in a lot of people's opinions uh, just went south yeah but see that stuff like that affects your sales Mm -hmm. because you know because if disney's going to have their hand in it Lord only knows what they're going to do with it. And Massive isn't exactly... I, I love you guys. I think you guys did Division One. I, I can't argue. I played your game through and through. Um, but Division Two, as good as it was, it was something was just 
something just wasn't there yet. Like it's, it's. I think we got. I think personally, you and I got to the point with with Division Two where we just said, "Okay, I've done this already. Like I don't need to do any more." Like what about you, Henry? You played Division. I was okay with it. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I I did my time with it. I yeah, enjoyed the graphics. The storyline was decent to me. Uh, um, it provided hours and hours of multiplayer fun with my friends. It allowed me to connect with my friends. So, and and this goes on both, you know, for the first one and the second one. So, you know, yeah, I grew tired of the division, but you know, you, you move on to different things, and yeah. So, yeah, well, I, didn't, it, I didn't leave the division because the game uh sucked to me it i just left the game because it was just being repetitive over and over right and i have too much of a library that to, to ignore yeah and, that's how and, i felt and, and that's, yeah it's it didn't it didn't it, it did it for all the great it did a lot of good things new builds new guns new suits new ways to do armor i mean mm-hmm. they tried 100 i will give them 100 absolute credit they tried, but there was nothing truly innovative about the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have made Division Two an ex- uh, an extension pack or one gigantic add-on that changed mm-hmm. or worked with the first one. I mean, seriously, Division Two should have been what Division One was all the years ago when they announced Division One, and if Division Two would have came out looking like that or better. My mouth would have hit the floor, and if the innovation would have, I'd still be playing Division even harder now, like I did back in the day. And yeah. that's the truth. Yeah, and 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 I won't argue with you as, as as well as that. Like we can agree as its own game, and what they tried to do with it was was um, it was it was they had some innovation in it and whatnot. But you know, beside the point here, because I don't want to get sidetracked with Division Two, but. It's not just massive, you know, the team that works on Division 2 that's going to be putting this game. Lucasfilm is going to be right there involved. So, I mean, I'm hearing concerns. Y'all think that they can put out a decent Star Wars game, a great Star Uh Wars game? Does it capture your attention? I mean, think about it. I don't think there's really ever been an open world star wars game and if there's a universe and lore that could be drawn from any franchise star wars has to be the franchise and for there not to be an rpg open world game i scratch my head and think about that one and say wow why didn't someone jump on this sooner did you ever play uh kotor knights of the old republic i played some of it but that wasn't really open world. It was close enough. It was an RPG, but it wasn't open world. Yeah, that's true. That I played it, it. It just wasn't appealing to me. It just I, yeah. it didn't make. I I didn't want to run around as much as I you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, for the time. Game, and, yeah. Yeah. The, same here. The time a lot of land between doing e- stuff. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah. No, you were saying, and you'll say that again. There was a lot of land between doing stuff, so it's like <laughs> I would, I had to like walk across, you know, the the town just to, you know, buy something, or I had to, then I had to, you know, walk. There was a lot of space around me, but with nothing to do. 
Well, yeah, I remember it was an old game, man. But it yeah. was it's one of the it's one of the games want- that's spared by by the Star Wars. Like people in that the Star Wars gaming community love Kotor. Very yeah. respected. Yeah. Very respected. Yeah. And I, I again I didn't play enough of it to knock it down. Yeah. But right. that was my initial experience when I, you know, back then when I installed the game. Uh, and I think it was even a pay service, if I recall. Was it in a pay? Yeah, yeah, kind no, of not, like monthly fee or something like that to play. No, not not. Uh, you're like, thinking of like fantasy card. I could have. Kotor was like wow. It was kind of like wow, but it wasn't online. Yeah, Kotor. We can. We all know from the experience that we had, good or bad. And I'm not knocking Kotor. What it was for its time, and people still regarded as one of the best or better um star wars games but it was not an open world rpg it was an rpg well i look at it this way if if, in a nutshell if massa screws this game up they're done i mean seriously you can barely ban you can barely manage to balance guns in the division how are you going to handle star wars well do, do you do you think that they have to make a a cut and paste or reskin the division and just now make it Star Wars? They can't make it an uh, RPG open world game and it doesn't have to be a a live service game. It depends on how they do it. I mean it could go it could go the way of like Fantasy Star where everybody's on the team and you know you got an open world to run around and do stuff with or I tell maybe you something what. like Black desert i mean it could we don't really know how it's going to be but if i had to put my guess on i'm guessing something is going to be something like black desert okay what what about you henio what would you like to see from a star wars game because i know you like star wars man (laughs) open open world rpg run wild with it man i've been I don't know. I, I've always liked the Battlefront series, you know, that whole, uh, you know, first person shooter style. So I was content with that aspect. I didn't necessarily need to play an RPG style. Again, I'm not that deep into that, that type of gameplay. I, it's just something I don't gravitate to. Mm. Um, but, you know, that, it, that has to be a run and gun game to me. It cannot be anything slower than that. I mean, mm. some people want to, indulge in the storyline and have characters interact with each other and do this and do that i've i've always enjoyed the battlefront and i i think it should remain a you know a, a you know a, a, a shooter yeah more than anything okay i i just don't see i don't see myself converting it into anything outside of that mm. okay Ooh. So, you know, for me, this is fascinating. I thought you guys, you guys are really surprising me because I really thought that you guys would have been like, wow, okay, this is, this could be something worthwhile. It could be something innovative. It could be something good. Um, You know, Star Wars, like I said, and I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'm not even trying to pass as a Star Wars fan, okay? I, I'm not into the lore. I don't know the name of planets and creatures and all that other stuff, okay? But the world, I think about the massiveness of the world. I could see this game 
as an open world RPG, not a live service game, okay? An RPG where if I want to play with some of my friends, I can. We can party up and we can do some some quests, maybe, you know, some missions together. Um, but I also see you can have different planets to go explore. I don't want everyone to be running around with a lightsaber. Please yeah. give me different <laughs> classes. That's the lore of Star Wars. Everybody. Wants no, to be I don't want that. You see, everybody wants to be. You know, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, no. That's that. Maybe that's the. You know, that's why I prefer just. You know, letting it be a first-person shooter. Yeah. You could be a stormtrooper. Yeah. You know, you could be Star. You know, the um, what is it? Uh, um, Darth Vader or right. Darth Maul, whoever right. you want to be. Um, and that's what everyone's gonna gravitate to wanting to be. If See, I don't want that. And that's what it would be. I mean. Mm. Yeah, granted, the, the the Star Wars universe has enough characters that you could fill your shoes. Or are you just gonna be a sim, like you know, a sim in this world, and all those characters are NPCs? Right. You you, you can't. Right. You know, it, it'd be almost impossible to assign you know a Darth Vader to a person. Yeah. You know, no. It would off the bat, be want, have to be an NPC, and are people okay with that? Are, right. Are you okay with being just a regular a sim? Yeah. You know, a regular character you know that would just be living this world and who's to say that we have to have luke skywalker and Darth vader in this Please. game like why Please. can't we make it like an <laughs> offshoot why not what what would be star wars about it if, it if you couldn't do that what was okay what was the um what was that movie um, something rebels. It was like a side story or something, but it's in the lore. Uh, the, the animated series. Rebels? No, it wasn't. It wasn't animated. It was actually one of the Star Wars movies, but um, it was a side story. You talking about Rogue One? Rogue yeah. One. Rogue One. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you guys, son. I enjoyed Rogue One a thousand times more than the last three Star Wars movies that came out combined. Well, Rogue One was a great movie. Exactly. That. But there was but there was no Luke Skywalker in that movie. Well, be careful though, because now everybody's like Luke Skywalker. Listen, you know, of course, listen, he's gonna get political. Listen. Insert political movement here. No, 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 no. I'm not knocking Luke, Yoda, Darth Vader, blah blah blah, Mandalorian. I'm not knocking none of those. But what I'm saying is it could be done. The Star Wars universe is so huge that I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, a cameo appearance from an NPC like Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker or whoever, whoever you want to throw in there. I don't care. But for the story to center around these characters again, that would completely turn me off, like immediately. Uh, and that's why I wouldn't want to kind of 
entertain that. <laughs> you yeah. Know, keep the game a running gun, what it is, it is. <laughs> and you're like, like, give me my running gun. Did, how did Rogue One end? Yeah, everybody died. Right. Oh, ending, I loved it. Of it. The ending of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, Darth Vader came out, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And it was it was the most fiercest that Darth Vader looked in all of the movies. In all the Everyone movies. Le- in all of them. I would say he yep. looked the fiercest yep. there than he did in any of the Star Wars. Whatever name a movie. No. No. Did he not come out as fierce as he did? Let, let me oh. let me add this, Ahenio. He was more fierce in the animated uh Clone War cartoon movies than he oh, was. That dude was a savage in them cartoons. <laughs> yeah, but 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 that's a great point that you bring up, Henyo, because at the end of that Rogue One movie, when when Darth Vader came out, he destroyed everybody in that hall. He crushed throats. He threw people with the force. I mean, yeah, he was scary, and that was that would have been the Darth Vader that I would have loved to have seen. Any, we didn't see that fearness, that intensity throughout. Nope. You know the trilogy there. Nope. And so, that's what people were wanting, you know. I, I, I could see Star Wars, especially the first three. And when I mean the first three, I'm talking about the Jar Jar Binks and Anakin, you know, being yeah, Anakin. Those three movies, I could see, I could see them in the future, maybe like twenty or thirty years later, them making those movies again and removing parts just to make the story feel more real than what mm-hmm. it did. When they made those movies, they needed to cater to little kids. They needed to pull in that audience. They knew they had the adult audience. What they needed to do was bring in the new generation. Mm. And the only way they could do that was to introduce a character that you think you would love, that was lovable or you know uh, comedic in its ways. Yeah, and and it to me it backfired. Yeah. Jar Jar, Jar Banks, right? I Jar, think Jar. they could make this movie again without a Jar Jar Banks. And as far as having them, you know, having to go under the water and do all that could be remade. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Jabba the Hutt was actually a fat old man, mm-hmm. but they made him a slug. Right. That all could be remade. That's and true. The the the, the Ben Kenobi and Darth Vader sequence, fighting sequence. Yeah. It already exists, remade in YouTube. Yeah. So all these movies could be remade and it could it could be flushed out, you know, they could they could add stuff, they could take away stuff. Now, just to bring it back a little bit to the gameplay, you know, could could what has been done in the past with the with the video gaming system, with the video gaming gameplay, could a new genre be made out of it without, you know, making it look, you know, like it's already been through. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's I think that's what End Time is trying to reach for. Right? Could we create a new world of Star Wars? Yes. Have the lore there. Have new characters. You know, but you yourself. You know, are you going to be a Jedi? Are you going to be a regular Sim? Are you going to be, you know, uh, the next, you know, whoever? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I think that's his angle. Yeah. I just don't. You know, I don't know. It it would it would feel like a a Sims to me. Mm -hmm. You ever play the Sims? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't play it, but I've seen it and I know what it's about. But but give me give us 
the option that, okay, if I want to run around with a lightsaber, fine. But don't make it the OP, you know, end all character. Like, you, you have a lightsaber, good. But you're not unstoppable just because you're a Jedi. You know, you and can die if I put two or three in you. That, that, that was the first thing when when Battlefront the the, the latest one came out. Mm -hmm. The goal was to get a lightsaber and become the best Jedi or you know right evil, right whatever character. And people were buying these characters. Mm -hmm. they oh, were that's going, crazy. They were foregoing, and this came down really hard on EA because EA was more than happy to sell you. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Not a skin, an attribute. Right. You were bypassing everything. You were paying. Pay to win. To level up. Yeah, pay to win. Not even to level up. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. You were just given the 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 strength to, you know, and it's not fair for someone who wasn't gonna pay the the ninety nine dollar version that only comes with a, a blaster. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it, it, and and how many of you guys played Jedi Fallen Order? Oh, I didn't play for I know. I need to though. Okay. Yeah, that's the one I started and I kind of walked away from. I know it gets better. I know yeah. the game is going to get better. Well, I, I just stopped playing it. Yeah. D Jedi Fallen Order, again, Jedi Fallen Order has a, a Souls-like feel to it. Okay? Um, but, you know, okay, yeah. He's a Jedi, whatever. He's in hiding. I like that story that he was in hiding. It happens... I don't know, 400 years after, you know, whatever happened with, you know, Luke and all the other Jedis going into hiding and all this other stuff. Like, I like that it was a no name, no frills character, you know, that that wasn't tied in directly to Master Yoda and, 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 and Luke and Obi-Wan. Like, this was a kid who was in hiding, who knew he had, you know these Jedi powers and whatever, but he ain't want to ruffle no feathers. He was just trying to get on with his life. Yeah. Well, life don't seem to work out that way. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's, but Jay, but that's what, that's my point. And that's what I'm grasping at that. I think we have to have an open, a way open mind that I can. And if massive, if Lucasfilm approach massive, I think that massive has the pedigree to, create this game with Lucasfilm guiding them. I think I know they have the engine, they have the talent, they have the team. Um let's not forget and we haven't heard anything about it and it's probably going to get scrapped, who knows, but Ubisoft Massive is supposed to be uh working on Avatar. They've been working on that for years and haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, but but um the Avatar movies, if you go on their website, they're scheduled to come out. <laughs> you know, in a couple of years. Like I think like three or four of the films. So they haven't well, scrapped the films. Well, well, we'll see. I mean, we can only we can only watch and see what 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 comes of time. That's all I can say. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. guys. My my take, I'm not defending it. I just see like a huge potential for the Star Wars license now that it's not in the grubby hands of EA for it to be something other than a COD game, to be honest. 
<laughs> I I just you know if I want to play a run and gun game, I'm gonna play COD. I played uh Star Wars Battlefront. I enjoyed it, but when Henio mentioned that about people were paying for you know to unlock Luke and Han Solo so that they can be the best of the best, I stopped playing. I stopped yeah. like okay. immediately. I, I wanted to play that game. I wanted to get into it. I was having fun, and then the pay to win kicked in, and I was like, "No, I, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not." And I, I just okay. felt like I, I I felt like I missed out because now I think the game is still active, and it's great once they got rid of all that trash and whatever. But I feel like, hey, I can't go back to that game. I can't experience the worlds in that game and the game like i missed the bus on that i missed the train yeah that's true that's true but it sucks when you have to walk away from a game yeah like that, that you wanted to play yeah i definitely and and again i'm not a star wars fan i'm not a fanatic i could care less but when i heard this about massive and lucasfilm approaching them i said hmm okay i hope that they do something with it that is that is division two decent okay and that's saying a lot because i think that they did a decent job with the division i got my time out of division one i got my time out of division two and i think that they can do something really worthwhile with this universe and who knows and maybe take it further which which leads me with this last thing is division three going to come out anytime soon or is that series gonna be in hiatus for a while uh overall final opinion on that they need to let it they need to let it marinate and come up with some very strong innovative ideas so i say just hold back maybe a year or two and just take your time because the division is a very beloved series in my heart and I would love to see that game be what it should have been and what it could be. Well, I hope they put it to sleep for a good long time. <laughs> I'm talking about five years. Let Whoa, just okay. work on work on Star Wars, develop Star Wars, and make me want to play Division Three when you finally announce it. And that's gonna be like years from now. If I'm still alive, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> That's hey, just me. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm bringing drama to this episode, but I don't know. No, no you got you get no drama because you got your opinion. Ain't nobody fighting about it. Just, I, I got a topic, not to switch topics. Here, no, but go I for it, man. A topic that we haven't touched up on, and it, you know, it involves PC gaming. Now, um, you know, we we discussed about the next gen. We discussed about the next gen stuff. You know, the new gaming that are you know, gaming power that's going to come out and you know, we, we really never touched up on the, the modding community in mm -hmm. PC and how they could refresh a game, right? What did they bring to the table? Um, you know, with, with, with Cyberpunk, I, I honestly, I've put the game on hold. Not that I wasn't having a good time with it. Um, I just needed to age, right? Um, the gaming PC community um, jumped in headfirst and started fixing the issues with cyberpunk right from the minimap to you know 
trying to get into the physics of the game, trying to make the games you know work properly the way it does. Um, the same thing is happening with uh, the flight simulator. Again, the PC commu- uh, modding community is coming in and lending a hand to to these games that, when they're initially launched, seem broken, right? Um, the same thing can't be done on the consoles, right? You either gonna get a, a broken game and you know wait for your next patch cycle, or um, the game doesn't come out at all. They're gonna delay the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we really never touched about you know how an impact a PC community could bring to a game, how it could change the game, um, and just you know revitalizing old titles, um, revitalizing new gameplay and and mechanics to a game. Um, you know, we've never ever discussed it, and it's probably because we're you know half of us are, are console players and never saw you know what a modeling community could do. I think one of the better examples is Skyrim. Um and what was the the one right before Skyrim? Um I mean, not EverQuest, uh Oblivion? Uh, Oblivion. Morrowind? Oblivion. They also went in head first changing the game. Um and how important is that to gaming? It it literally it gives it a different experience, something that you don't get on console. And, you know, I just wanted to express, you know, that's something that I kind of forgot to do with PC gaming. You know, I was so like, I, I, I used to PC game and I used to do all those mods. And then I, I started playing more games on console and I started accepting the gameplay. I started accepting, you know, the, the whatever they kept giving me. And I totally forgot how it is on the PC side and how much that even if a game fails at launch, the community's there to repair the game, to make the game look better, and that is something that you just don't see on the console side. I can agree. I'm so glad you brought that up, Henio, because um, and and I agree with you 110. percent Being primarily a console gamer and just peeking into the PC gaming scene, um, I would never consider myself. A PC gamer. I have, I have Steam. I have Game Pass Ultimate. I'll play from time to time. But what you said, I had even uh, heard or read the news about the community coming around uh, this game, um, and and the mods that they've already put out, and how they so greatly improved the game, and. That could only be done on PC. Well, to the fact that even CD Projekt Red has embraced these modders and and the community uh, to come alongside them and continue to work on the game. And that's amazing, man, because here's a game that got so much hype and, you know, the potential of what this world can be, what this game can still be. But you're not going to get that on the console side. Like you said, it's it's going to be on the PC side. For me, I still think that it's going to be a game of the year contender, if not game of the year, because of what you just said, because the PC community is going to fix it along with CD Projekt Red and all this stuff is just going to be water under the bridge. 
Yeah. Uh, think about the possibilities that they could continue to expand the game on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't get that on the console. You're very dependent um, on what the developer has time to push out on the console. Right. Um, you know, the gaming community will continue to push out extra stuff for the game itself. And, and again, uh, you know, change the skins, change the gameplay, change the physics. Um, I'm so grateful right now because I'm seeing that in in Flight Simulator. Um, yeah, the, the developers still working on a, on a you know, they, they're constantly sending out patches and they're, they're um, you know, fixing the game, so to speak. Mm. But the, the, the modding community is giving me a, a new breath with the simulator because they've they've provided me with more options, more liveries, more um, places to visit and stuff like that. It's just I, I, I've forgotten all about that. Mm. You know, and it, it was just so good to come back and go, Phew, I didn't waste my money. Mm. Mm. You know, yeah. because I know I could go out to the internet, go grab what I need, make the game look better, make the game play better on like a console. And yeah. Just, I, I had been wanting to, to mention that for several weeks now since the last podcast, but no, that's uh, that's awesome and gives us it's food for thought because you know, as as a console gamer I'm going to just put it out there, whether I get the hate for it or not, we can be so toxic because we're on our platform and there's nothing else outside of our platform. You know, whether you're a fanboy of one or the other, or you say you're not, you still can get caught up in the toxicity. And that just goes to show again, the limitations, no matter how advanced the hardware, the software is on console, you're still limited to a closed ecosystem and the PC's not. Like, that's why what, what you just said, Henyo, kind of reminded me why I'm still waiting to play um, Cyberpunk because... I want to play it either when I get my, well, I've already made up my decision. I want to play it when I get my graphics card and play it on PC. I don't want to play it on console. Even if they bring out the next gen or current gen patch, which might not be here for God knows when, maybe the end of 2021, even still. I want to play it on the PC. I want to experience Cyberpunk on the PC. And what you just said, the mods, I want to be able to have that customization with this game because I know that that's where where it needs to be played and not on a console. That doesn't excuse what they did. I just want to be clear about that. But yeah, if I can play it on the PC, why not? I'm going to play it on the PC. Just to know, you know, the... the, uh the community also added storyline um, mm. in the game itself. You're only allowed a certain amount of conversation with a very interesting character. Um, they've expanded on that. They've wow. added to the game. Wow. Okay, this is not a DLC. This is not, you know, the developer giving us more content. This was the modding community adding content wow. for free. And, and I think it just, uh, uh, it it is bringing me back to console uh, to gaming on a PC. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you 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 heard it here, people. I mean, that's why 
we don't we don't knock gaming um if you're playing on a pc on a console don't get us wrong don't misinterpret what we just said and if you do well i don't care <laughs> that's 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 your interpretation but what we're saying is like jay says hey we're gamers we we play where the game is at and if we can reach it we're gonna go there we're gonna play the games we're gonna have fun we're gonna enjoy it at the end of the day and um you know it's good to have options but it's good like Daniel just reminded us to to be reminded that yeah pc these games are developed on pc even for the consoles they're developed on pcs <laughs> and yeah. that's where you're going to get the most flexibility the most accessibility and probably most of the time the best experience um and yeah and you could plug in your controller your xbox controller or your playstation controller into your pc and play it that way as well okay not to sound like an asshole but people y'all kind of got to understand from from old generation to current gen current generation pc can play all this shit so you can thump your chest about being an xbox fanboy sony fanboy honestly whoever you wave your flag for that is your business hurrah to you but at the end of the day pc reigns supreme mm -hmm. thank you PC. thank you pc modders for the things that you do yeah. because for the guys on pc you know you guys are a life set you, you save games you know you, you you do things that other people won't do your contributions are loved so you know even though i'm not a avid pc person i want to say thank you because modding on the pc has rubbed off on the consoles believe it or not so thank you guys once again for what you do yeah i'm i'm really curious now that uh that Hanyo mentioned that if uh because i knew that i think bethesda with fallout i think it was fallout 4 um they were actually and i think xbox it was xbox microsoft was opening up or had opened up the opportunity for mods to come over into the console space last gen uh now mind you not the free-flowing you know community contributions like you do on pc like you have it on pc but there was uh some mods that that made their way over um to last gen consoles on the xbox and i think it was for fallout 4 if i'm not mistaken um you know and and that experience with that but yeah i i ain't got nothing else to say i'm i'm really glad henio that you brought that up and you reminded us all about that um you know coming from the pc side and i i really i really want to experience cyberpunk again um and i've stayed away from all the uh the news and the commentaries and this and that and the other like i had my fill I understand what happened. I don't need to hear any more, you know, uh, ranting and raving about the apology wasn't good enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just waiting at this point, hopefully get my, uh, you know, 30, whatever is available when it comes out, GPU, RTX 30, you fill in the blank and if then, uh, experience, experience that game. Yeah. Eventually they will. And maybe it's pretty, I'll tell you this much. It's pretty. And you and you're playing it on a 3070. I'm playing it on a 3070, and 
from what I feel is I'm pushing all the graphics. So cool. Um, and it plays. I mean, again, it's it's definitely it has its issues. Yeah. Especially on the physics side, but right. Um, yeah, if they could fix the physics, which you know I'm pretty sure is there. Um, there's not much more to fix on the PC side. Right. You know, get the physics right. You know, start tightening up the game a little bit and stuff like that. You know? Right. Um, and you guys mentioned it. The game is is in a uh, is in good company. When you hear these things about it being fixed, um, just like a game like Skyrim, that when it first came out, it had its bugs, it had its things, and now it's one of the most treasured and beloved games, and you can play it even on your toaster if you want. Yeah. So, you know, it's like people have short memories when it comes to this, and and I, I'm just hoping the best. We'll be there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> guys, guys this is this this podcast has been awesome but i gotta say it's about time to wrap this up yeah jay jay is uh in his coffin right now i can see he's he's crossed the arms i'm, I'm surprised he ain't say ladies and gentlemen of the jury Oh, see he, he, he gonna call it out Come the on, judge. Man, you gotta give us the cues because we'll keep talking it's been a couple of weeks that we haven't I, been on guys so uh it, it, it has and yeah. uh i mean i enjoy all our conversations it is 2021 and we got a lot to talk about because it is going to be a great year and uh final notes i did see the resident evil oh yeah uh, the resident evil we didn't even talk there. about that either <laughs> no but I, I i watched it and uh, all I gotta say is, I'm I'm ready. I'll, I'll I'm I'm on board with Resident Evil: The Village, so I'll probably buy it. Yeah, no, you're gonna buy it. You're you're not I, not probably. You're going to I, buy it. You already pre-ordered I, it. I did no. buy Resident Evil Seven, so I, yeah. I well, this brother probably got a PlayStation Five on the sneak tip, and he's playing the demo. No, quick no, quick no. Henyo wanted to say something else. Go ahead, Henyo. So, sorry, real quick. Uh, the division uh, two this week, I yeah. believe, is releasing um, a special February second. Uh, is, is it February second? Uh, February raccoon, 2nd. raccoon skins. Yeah, raccoon city skins. Raccoon city skins. Yeah, it's, it's February second. You can get every. They got a. You can do different missions for different pieces of the outfit, and they're giving you when you if you sign in, they give you Leon Kennedy. I think. Yeah. Skin. Yep. You see? Yeah, he's not interested, but he knows all this information, dates, right. times, all this stuff, right? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Uh, hey, look, man, I'm a Resident Evil fan. Division 2 just happened to be worked in there. He's, That's just how that happened. He's loading up uh, Division 2 as we speak. Oh, nah, no. <laughs> Back I'm, on the I'm... hard drive. <laughs> no, it is on the hard drive though i'm not gonna lie it, I, it's still there ain't nothing wrong with that man ain't nothing wrong it was the other day that i i deleted division one for good i said that's it i'm not playing no more that's it i'm that's done i'm done so division two who knows i might jump back into that you know not to go get no skin or nothing probably actually to play for a little bit just for fun but not division one no more but but yeah <laughs> There could be so many other things we can talk about, guys, but thank you for tuning in. Again, leave leave some comments, leave a like, hit subscribe, um, share us out on your Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, wherever it is that you do social media. Um, I think we're all of the consensus here that 
We eventually want to get enough followers so we can start a Patreon and then we can just live off of your contributions since uh, Social Security will not be around by the time we retire. So, um, yeah, we are a bunch of old men. So, yeah, we got to get on it. Yeah, we got to get on it. And we know you people want to be entertained. So, if you want to see us here more often, hey, you know, you got to give us that love, give us that support. But for now, you know, you can start up with a thumbs up and a comment and, and hit subscribe and and in all seriousness guys share this out um again we're just gamers we're some old school gamers uh we have our opinions uh nothing that we say uh we can either uh you know uh, validate or not it's just our opinions and so catch us here on drama free gaming on youtube.com and again on anchor.fm look up dfg podcast and you'll find us there and on other podcast providers. And I'll leave with this note and then I'll let you guys uh, wrap up the show for us. Play Monster Hunter Rise, the demo, please. Um, if you're coming from Monster Hunter World, I can't stress enough how the game is great. It is my favorite franchise, hands down. Um, and if you're like Henyo, find somebody who actually knows what they're doing <laughs> and get with them because you might just miss out on a game that you will really, really enjoy. The thing is that Monster Hunter does not explain to you the systems um, and it is an involved game. But if you can just get somebody to literally hold your hand and walk you through the process, I guarantee you it'll be one of the most enjoyable experiences for however long that experience might be, but you'll enjoy it. And then if after you do that, you still got to walk away from it, then at least you can say, hey, I tried. I actually got into it. Somebody actually held my hand, but it's not for me. And then um, and then I respect you. If not, don't talk to me, all right? Okay, so I'm leaving it with that. Love you guys. Be good. Take us home, Henyo. Take us home, Jay. I'm done. Okay. Well, Henyo, go ahead and take the to go ahead and say what you got. What was that? I heard. Wow. This is just a couple of notes I want to read off of. Oh, he's gonna read some no, notes. No. <laughs> Man, this is like the inauguration, bro. He's taking like full advantage. Go ahead, I'm ready. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Wait, what happened to the notes? That's it. He just ruffled the paper, bro. I was getting ready here for another half hour. I uh, know, right? Uh, all right, Jay, uh, take us home, man. Uh, well, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we've had a good talk tonight, and uh, as always, it's been good, fellas. But people remember. At the end of the day, gaming is about your time, your money, and it's all about your opinion and if you love it or not. If you don't, don't buy the damn game. Like, seriously. It ain't, it ain't that serious. If you don't like something, don't buy it. If you like it, buy it. Spend your money wisely. That means you spend your time wisely. Thank you and good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, people. <laughs>